Today on Lockdown Red Wings, can Alex Lyon be the Detroit Red Wings starter? Your Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We are your hosts, Brian Fisher and Scotty Bentley. I'm a podcast producer for the Daily J, a WWJ news radio podcast. Well, Scotty's host over at Locked On Tigers, as well as a freelance journalist for the Detroit News. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Uh, empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat over 50 infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com and use code Locked On to get $20 off your order. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Scotty, on today's episode, uh, let's tell the people, I suppose. I don't know why I tell you. We talk about it before. And I always go Scotty as if I'm going to tell you. But really, I'm telling the people who are listening. Brian plans that I just show up and don't know what we're talking about until <laughs> until we start. I mean, I'm sure there are plenty of shows in the Metro Detroit area where that happens. Uh, but not on our show. Scotty, today we're going to talk, obviously, about the Edmonton Oilers preview. But, you know, with the extra time off we've get, been given with the three days off between games... We've taken a little bit of time to kind of focus in on uh, a few other different things. We talked about Andrew Kopp on Monday, yesterday we, with Andrew Rinaldi. We talked about the Grand Rapids Griffins and how they're doing. And today I want to focus a little bit more on Alex Lyon because he's been incredibly good and consistently good for the most part, which is something we have not been able to say about almost any of our goaltenders this season. So I wanted to take some time today and ask the question, He's hot right now, but can he be this team's starter for at least the remainder of this season? Um, but before we get to that, we got some news and notes. That's what you call tease, Scotty, in the business, in the business. Uh, news and notes, Clint Costin did skate at practice today. Uh, yesterday, by the time you guys are listening to this, so a step forward for um, a powerful force for the Red Wings on the back end, and I mean that from like the physicality standpoint. Obviously, we've talked. He's got some soft hands on him, too. But we need that kind of, I would almost argue, enforcer presence on the bottom six, especially with the gauntlet of really good teams that this team is going to go through this month, especially with uh, both Toronto and Ottawa on the January schedule. Yeah, completely agree. He's, uh, he's. I mean, already become somewhat of a fan favorite just in general. But uh, on the ice, man, yeah, it's uh, someone that you have felt like that the 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 lack of his presence, like it's it's uh, it's not unnoticeable. It is uh, it's very 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 abundant and, and very clear uh, when he's not in the lineup, man. And uh, we've had a couple of scuffles over the last couple of weeks where it would have been really nice to to have him in there. So. Obviously, hoping that uh, that this is a sign that he's coming back sooner than later. But he will be a very welcome addition. Also, Absolutely. just even aside from the like enforcer tough guy thing, just in general, you've gotten pretty thin on the forward core, at least thinner than you you uh, I don't know anticipated for this time of the year. So uh, just getting anybody back, even if it is you know bottom six player, is uh, you know big thing. Yeah, and Jake Wolman apparently is also feeling under the weather. He did not skate at practice. Apparently, he's a 50-50 shot for the game against the Edmonton Oilers tonight. Uh, so, Olimata skated on a pair with Moritz Sider. And, you know, listen, Olimata is good in the role he is given, which is third-pair defenseman, sheltered minutes. He's been an effective defenseman. So, this is no shot at Olimata. 
but he, I, I would be very afraid of what he would look like on playing on a top pair with Moritz Sider. Uh, so let's keep him in a role where he's playing well. <laughs> if if yeah. we can, if we can help it. Yeah, it's, it's just, I mean, that, that becomes a really fascinating conversation. I mean, what do you, if Wallman misses time, hopefully it's just, you know, a game, maybe two at most if it's just a sickness, but um, like who, who does fill that? Uh, I, I don't think they're going to break up the Sherratt Petrie duo when they're healthy. Um, I would hope not. Right. And that's just okay. crazy to say. You're going to put Ghost up there? I mean, I guess. You well, and I think, sorry. No, that's. I just feel like Ghost has kind of proven that he is very good at a very niche position, which is again like Mata, very sheltered minutes. You put him in offensive zone situation. Right. You put him on the power. So play, who else are you putting pride. in top pair then? And there we have the problem <laughs> with this defensive core. Uh, but this is a, that's a whole different conversation for a different day. I think it's just a practice thing. I, I would have a hard time believing that they're going to put Mata and Cider together to leave Ghost and. Hull on the third pair or even break up a second pair in Petrie and Sherat, which, you know, while it hasn't been perfect, has been consistent, which you can't say out of, you know, the other rotation of defensemen that are in and out of this lineup. So we'll have to just hope that Wallman's healthy. That's all I'm going to say. Because yeah, playing- no, I, I agree. That's why I brought it up, man. It's like, I, you know, we can talk about how uh, on paper it looks kind of odd to see Mata up there, but like, I, I, (laughs) there's not a clear choice is my point. There's not a clear, like, Oh, if you know, Wallman's hurt, obviously it's this person. That's not really blatant. So yeah, we're going to hope that, uh, that Wallman's feeling high. All right. And then the final one in terms of Red Wings injury updates, who so skated, but he did not get into the butterfly. I'm assuming because whatever it is, that's bothering him. Um, is still bothering him to a point where he can't get into the butterfly, but he's out there skating at least a little bit. So there's a little update on Huso. Then also, AHL All-Stars got announced on Wednesday, and Jonathan Berggren and Simon Edvinson, feels like we were just talking about those two guys, are the All-Stars for the Grand Rapids Griffins, a well-deserved selection for the Griffins. Those two have been tearing it up down there in the Griffins, and it's almost like they deserve a spot in the NHL. But that's a we talked about that yesterday. <laughs> No, yeah, uh, I, uh, I mean, it's cool for them to get that honor and opportunity. That's it. That'll be a cool thing. Um, what was that tweet about? That was what that tweet was about. They're oh, okay. stars. I didn't know, but then when the All Stars got announced like twenty minutes later, I was like, the AHL Twitter account tweeted, "Okay, it's happening," in all lowercase. And I, I was like, "What? What is going on? What is happening?" Yeah, the eyes <laughs> were just as confused as we were. And then 20 minutes later, they're like, hey, here's All-Stars. We're like, that's a lot less exciting than you guys are making it out to the yeah, yeah. town. So, yeah, there's a, there's some news and notes updates for you guys. But, Scotty, we've got a couple minutes left here in this segment. Without further ado, why don't we get into the Alex Lyon conversation, get into the meat of the episode. News and notes are out of the way. Alex Lyon's been absolutely stellar for the Detroit Red Wings this season, uh, Scotty. In 12 games played, he's got a 9, almost a, oh, dude, he's got a 9 almost 920 save percentage in 12 games played and 12 games is not a lot, but it's also not like five, you know, that's enough of a sample size. 12 where is five. That's 12 true. is not five. Uh, fun fact here. We learned math up here in lockdown Red Wings. It, it's not a ton to say like, this is who he is. He like, this could still be in the realm of he's just playing super hot right now, but it's also not so little to say like, he's just on like 
he's just playing one really hot game. So the question becomes with Billy Husso having played 18 games and James Reimer having played 12 games and him being Lyon by far being the best goalie of the three, when Husso gets healthy, do you immediately just run it back to Billy Husso, who is the presumed 1A on this team? And I say that in air quotes for people who can't watch. Or do you just keep riding the hot hand and see if Alex Lyon can, you know, carry the burden of being, and I won't say a starter, I'd say you know, a 1A goaltender for the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah, man, I uh, I don't know. I, I kind of walk a fine line, like, with this one. I, I mean, if Huso came back tomorrow, then, like, yeah, Lion should be your presumed 1A guy. I, I don't think that that's too hot of a take. Uh, but I also don't have, like, so much faith in that situation where I'm just like, oh, like the rest of the year, just run it as is, you know, just run it like that. Mm-hmm. I think this is pretty clearly a fluid situation and will continue to be one. Yeah, it really is. I, I do think that he, with how he's playing and assuming that, then this is based on an assumption, right? Assuming he continues to play this caliber all the way through until when Huso comes back. I mean, he will absolutely at that point deserve to get the look at 1A to continue to carry the torch for this goaltending tandem. Excuse me once. Nice. That was a good catch. You got the, uh, you got the mute right in time, but no, I, I think your point of, I mean, like, obviously I, we have not seen a legitimate stretch, I guess, outside of what the first month or month and a half of last mm-hmm. year where Huso was like, okay, this is very clearly the guy, you know, again, like you mentioned, you know, pushing nine twenty save percentage. Like that's, Obviously, that's fantastic, and if Lyon maintains that, then like this isn't even a conversation. Obviously, he should just continue to be the starting goalie, but if we're assuming that he's going to come down to earth at least a little bit to to some extent, no matter how dramatic uh, you want to argue, I think then, it, it yeah, it just becomes pretty fluid. I, I don't know. I, I don't think the Wings are really in the business of – how do I word this? I don't think the Wings care – as much about like the quote unquote title of one a that the fan base does. No, I don't think they do either. That's kind of just a, a buzzword that red hockey fans like to use myself included a crutch word, even to try and simplify a very fluid uh, situation in most teams nets. Uh, we'll continue the conversation though in segment two, because I have some of the fancy stats for you guys. Uh, comparing Lyon to some of the other goaltenders in the league with just how great he's been playing. So stay tuned for that in segment two of Locked on Red Wings. I know we come to sports to escape from the crazy realities of life, Scotty, but unfortunately right now, the according to the FDA, we're in the middle of one of the worst flu seasons in over a decade. Uh, and if you're worried about that, you guys can reach out to Jace Medical and they have a Jace case with a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, among many others. And that stuff can, it can happen to any of us visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board certified physician and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the cost. It has never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com and offer and use offer code locked on to get $20 off your order. 
Segment two, Locked On Red Wings podcast. Scotty and I are having a conversation about, you know, giving Alex Lyon the opportunity, assuming, again, he continues playing as well as he has, to be the 1A in the Detroit Red Wings organization, even when Vili Huso gets healthy, at least for the duration of the season. Because, of course, he's only on a one-year deal, and you have guys in your organization you hope can be the guy in the future. Um, I wanted to give you some statistics here, Scotty. Obviously, we know... Alex Lyon, he leads the Detroit Red Wings in save percentage with a, almost a 920 save percentage, 9.195 if you want to go down to the thousandth degree on his save percentage. He also leads the Red Wings in goals saved above expected at 2.79, and that's a cumulative stat. So 2.79 across the season with a goal saved above expected, uh, above average of 5.76. So he's been very good for the Detroit Red Wings this uh, so far this season. The next best goaltender on the Detroit Red Wings in save percentage is Vili Husso in 18 games played with an 8934 save percentage. So then when you take what Alex Lyon has been doing just on his own team and you compare that with goalies across the rest of the league, he's still doing a really good job. If you set the minimum for goalies in the league to 500 minutes because Alex Lyon has played uh, a total of 669 minutes, 500 minutes kind of gives you a good sample size of uh, the games goalies have played over on natural statric, Alex Lyon's save percentage ranks 10th in the league, a 920 save percentage, putting him just above Jeremy Swayman and just below Laurent Brossard of the uh, Winnipeg Jets. And the Jets, by the way, are a wagon. They've been incredible. Connor Hellebuck's fifth in the division, uh, or I'm sorry, in the league with save percentage. So he's been absolutely stellar. His goal saved above expected ranks at about 30th, I believe. But that, like I said, that's a cumulative stat. So it builds over time. So, of course, his is not going to be anywhere close to guys like Hellebuck who have played 30 games. But, I mean, I don't think it's unreasonable to say that after 12 games, Scotty, that we're getting close to seeing more of what Alex Lyon is rather than just a hot streak. Yeah. <laughs> you are coughing up a storm, brother. Yeah, I... uh I agree. And look, again, like this is a this is a, a situation that I genuinely think is going to be fluid. And like that is not an insult to what Lion has done. It's just a going into this season. Did we think that Lion was going to be the 1A goalie by the no. new year? No, like Before? obviously not. And like it's uh I think it's a situation where if Lion has, you know, three, four, five really poor games in a row, then we're just going to be having the same conversation again, you know, a month from now. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, I feel like the wings aren't like, oh man, we need to announce who the 1A goalie is. Like, I don't think that that's a conversation that like the wings care about whatsoever, but it, I do not. think it's an important conversation for us and for the fan base to still have because when we, the the goalie room being that there's three of them is at complete full health, I th I think we do need to know who is going to go out there if all of them are healthy and rested, and that is where I think until proven otherwise, it's going to be lying. Yeah, and that's exactly where I lie. Like you said, and I think we said this in segment one, right? Like the the right the team doesn't care about one A and one B. That's something the media and fans have made up to try and simplify simplify a fluid situation. But we are also media slash fans ourselves. So we're looking to simplify the situation, <laughs> right? So right. like I said, 
with how good Alex Lyon has been playing for the Detroit Red Wings and assuming it continues until Vili Husso is healthy, I don't think there even is an argument that you could bring Vili Husso back and then immediately hand the reins back over to him as the 1A, as we would put it. I think that Alex Lyon has, to this point, earned the right to continue to play until he's not hot anymore. And you know what? That is that is proving me wrong because you said that going into the season, we wouldn't have even have said this. Hell, just before Sweden, when we were complaining about how poor Husso and Reimer's play was, and we talked about how we hadn't seen Lyon yet, I was like, newsflash, Lyon, outside of 15 games last year when he was really good with the Florida Panthers, hasn't been that good across his career. Well, he's hot again with the Detroit Red Wings in 12 games played. So, I mean, it's very possible, yeah, that this is still just another hot streak that he get, goes on, and he's a hot and cold goalie. But we're starting to get close to that territory, not trying to say, I'm definitely not trying to assert he's a 920 save percentage goalie. Like, I do think he will come back down to earth some. But we're starting to get close to that territory where maybe he actually is better than what people thought he was, and now he's getting the chance to prove it. And if that's the case, the Red Wings would be stupid to not ride him. So I guess the conclusion to my argument here is, while you don't want to ride him to the ground, but you want to you know ride this gravy train until he's not hot anymore. And I don't mean start him every single game. You're not going to give him. Like I said, the 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 Connor Hellebucks, the Andre Vasilevskis, you know, you're, um, oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. The Islanders goalie, UC Soros. No, that's the Predators. That's the Predators. Um, oh my God. UC Soros is very good too. He is, but what's the Russian goaltender that played Ilya Sorokin? Thank you. I I don't know why I thanked you. You didn't say anything. Such a trip. I had no clue what you were even, anyway. The point being, those types of goalies who can play 50, 60 plus games don't really exist all, or I'm sorry, 60 to 70 plus games don't really exist yeah. anymore. You're getting 1A to 1B situations where goalies play 50 uh, games and the other get, goalie gets 40, or you get a 40 40 split. That's reality now in the NHL. And that's what I think Alex Lyon can do at his peak is be a guy who plays about 60% of the games. If what we're seeing right now is the real him. But I'd still give it a little bit more time. That's that's just where I end up. He's playing really good. He deserves the opportunity if he continues playing this good. But I also realize that he could just be on a very long hot streak. Yeah, man. I I, I yeah. I, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's extremely difficult. I think you just ride him until the uh, um, until his numbers tell you otherwise, right? Like that's I, I think it's pretty straightforward. I, I don't think you like take out your Sharpie and, and write him in for, you know, permanently for the rest of the season to be the guaranteed one a, but you certainly don't pull the plug on it right now. So absolutely not. So we got to take another quick break. And when we come back, we're going to preview the game against the Edmonton Oilers, man. Every single time I talk, like it's like a ticking time bomb. I can feel the tickle come and then I have to mute to hack up a lung. So yeah, we'll take a quick break. When we return, we'll preview the, Edmonton Oilers, stay tuned to segment three of Lockdown Red Wings. It's the, almost the halfway point of the NHL season, and the Red Wings are making a push for that wild card spot. You're getting a little bit of separation in the division now. Toronto Maple Leafs five points ahead while still having two games in hand. 
but you're right there with Tampa and the rest of the teams in that wild card race. And regardless of where they are in the, the current standings, I want to remind you guys that you could pick, you could win big by playing Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper, the official Daily Fantasy app of the Lockdown NHL Network. Sleeper is the number one choice for Daily Fantasy Sports and especially Daily Fantasy Hockey. Because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy Hockey contests. All you have to do is pick whether studs like Patrick Kane, Alex Dabrinkit, Dylan Larkin, or Jake Wallman will record more or less than their Sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. To 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Red Wings fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper, so start paying attention and you and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKDOWNNHL and you'll get up to $100 matched on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKDOWNNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability. Welcome back, everybody. Segment three here, Locked On Red Wings. Uh, Brian is hacking up along. Dude, so I had to force my way through to that. Take over here. Um, I think, I mean, if that's everything you want to say about the Lion thing, we can just jump into previewing. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, the final thought on the, the Lion thing was, you know, just keep riding him until he's not hot anymore. And if he yeah. stays hot, then you keep putting him in that. It's pretty simple, guys. Right. Yeah, for sure. And uh, when it comes to the Oilers, you want to talk about riding a hot hand. Uh, there probably isn't a hotter team in the NHL than the Edmonton Oilers over the last, what is it, 25 games, whenever they fired them. Uh, it's been, I think it's exactly 25 games. Yeah. That's a, <laughs> they've been on a, a, a slight heater, uh, is, is putting <laughs> it very, very mildly and is somewhat sarcastic. They're on a W8. They're 8-2 and two in their last 10. They're 16-4, and 16-3-1 and one or something in their last 20. Um, they, they have been absolutely setting the world on fire. And a lot of that, we were talking off air before, a lot of that is just due to them getting even remotely decent goaltending. Uh, and that has helped them a lot. Um, and obviously finding their stride on that, you know, perennial top line and, and really top six, it's kind of slowly shaped into over this uh, over this hot streak. Um, yeah, they're scoring a lot of goals. They are winning a lot of games and they are finally putting that horrible, horrible start to the season behind them. Um, and yeah, a lot of that is is thanks to some pretty solid goaltending as well. Yeah, I mean, it's something that they weren't getting for a while. Stuart, Stuart Skinner, Calvin Picard, Jack Campbell have, were all brutal to start the season for the Edmonton Oilers. The whole team was playing just god-awful. Even Connor McDavid was off to a slow start. Yeah. Um, but since firing Jay Woodcroft, the entire team's turned it around. Stuart Skinner, who's played 28 of the games for the uh, Edmonton Oilers has brought his save percentage up to 901, right with league average. Uh, and he's been the guy that they've been leaning on because Picard and Jack Campbell only have six starts and five starts between them. So it's been Stuart Skinner's net and he's been playing better, but yeah, that's not the story, right? Like the whole story is obviously they brought in Noblo or no block or whatever the hell it's pronounced to replace Jay Woodcroft in the last 25 games. They've been one of the best teams, if not the best team in the NHL, uh, they rank, uh, they rank in the top 10 in every statistical category that we care about here on the podcast. They're uh, fifth in Corsi four percentage. So, you know, shot attempts per game at five on five in Fenwick. They're, I believe, fourth in the league. And that's unblocked shot attempts at five on five and expected goals four percentage at five on five. They're first in the last 25 games. I mean, at five on five. And, and I don't this is no surprise to anyone, because if you know the Edmonton Oilers, you know that they are a dominant puck possession goal scoring team 
with guys like Connor McDavid, who's already got 50 points after that slow start. And, you know, up and down that lineup. Up and down that lineup. <laughs> um, they have hockey players. Uh, they're they're definitely a top-heavy team. For sure. I'm literally crying right now. <laughs> this is so bad. Dude, that, that's the last thing that always kicks my ass when I get sick is I get a lingering cough for weeks, and it is brutal. For weeks, eh? <sighs> so, anyway. Yeah, Oilers, really good at scoring goals. Who would have guessed? Really good uh, they've won, what, goals. nine straight, and they've won 16 of their last 20? And yeah. they're just they're the hottest team in the NHL right now, and they're going to come to the Detroit Red Wings, who have won three straight to their to their credit, but all have been grind them out games. And now you got to hope that a team with one of the most potent offenses and the most potent forwards in the league, and you got to hope that your defense and goaltending, which has been suspect all season long, thankfully lying is hot right now. You know, you got to hope that these guys can do it again. And like the one thing we've been hanging our hat on is our special teams is pretty good. Well, they beat you in special teams in both regards as well. You know, across the season, they're seventh in power play. And I think they're, I think they might be slightly worse than you in penalty kill, but not much worse because the Red Wings are now they're 13th on power play, kill, 12th in penalty. Still oh, yeah. Like, the wings are 11. So there you go. So they're comfortably better than you in every statistical category. And that is not a recipe for a good time. But we said the same thing pretty much about LA save their power play. And you beat the LA in LA in a shootout. So nothing's impossible, but it'll be a tough one. Yeah, man. This is uh I don't know. This is just a it's a tall task, certainly. Uh, this is a a dynamic team that is firing on all cylinders right now. And this is you you know you want to test your your uh, your defense and goaltending, et cetera, et cetera. You want to test your system. You want to to test the team defense that we has been so hot or cold lately. Um, this is certainly a team that is going to put all of that to said test. So, yeah, it's it's going to be a real tough one for the Detroit Red Wings. But like I said, I mean they've they've beaten the Bruins twice. They beat LA in LA. You know, they're very capable of beating hot teams are very capable of beating good teams. It just depends on which Red Wings team we're going to get. Uh, are we going to get the one that's high motor comes out in the first period flying, gets out to an early lead? We're going to get the one that starts really, really slow. Doesn't look like they even wanted to play the hockey game. And the one that has to do a third period push to try and even make it a hockey game. If yeah, it, if they even a came tough that team to do that one against, it's a yeah. tough team to do really either against. I mean, if you, if you're holding on to a one goal lead going into the third and that's when you start slowing down, that's going to be an uphill battle. Yeah. And like, I'm trying don't to say, do, don't fall behind early. Cause then you're kind of toast. So the one good thing you can say about the, uh, Oh, you can't even say that because I, I've always forget with goals against when the t- the top teams, when you filter it by goals against, are the ones who give up the most goals. And the <laughs> Edmonton Oilers in the last twenty five games have are are sixth in goals against. Because the one thing I always say about the Edmonton Oilers is they have no goal team and they have no defense. They're powered by their offense. But in the last twenty five games, that hasn't been the case. Probably because they possess the puck so much. But still, I got to call for that. No, you're right. They do possess the puck puck a lot. That is a correct statement. And wow, this is really... <laughs> Do not mock me while I'm coughing. I'm not mocking you. I'm filling in dead air. We'll talk. You're welcome. Like, real talk. You're welcome. 
Oh, he's back. Uh, yeah, no. Well, and to the point, I mean, seriously, to the point of possessing the puck, this is a, a team that, I mean, obviously zone entry, they're very good at because they have Connor McDavid. You know, that's kind of goes without saying. But just in terms of the, the puck possession, they are so good at opportunity, recovering, missed chance, setting up opportunity, recovering, missed chance. Like they, they will stay in your zone forever. Um, and when McDavid is on the ice, it feels like it's a power play, even when it's not. So it's yeah, yeah taller. Yeah, I mean, in the last twenty-five games, again, I, they're, they're the, technically they're the second hottest team in the NHL because the Winnipeg Jets, who we sung the praises of a little bit earlier, true, yeah, a little bit. They have forty points in their last twenty-five games, uh, nineteen four and two. Edmonton Oilers are nineteen six and zero. Oh. The only difference between the Oilers and the Winnipeg Jets in the last twenty-five games is two overtime losses. That that's playing good hockey. But that is also what you would call, if you're on the Edmonton Oilers side, you would call this game against the Red Wings a trap game. You sure. look at the, the Red Wings and you say, this is a team that the Oilers are better at in every statistical category since the uh, firing of Jay Woodcroft. That it should be an easy hockey game. And we've seen it as Red Wings fans. What happens when you go to play a trap game? Well, you get trapped. Uh, it happened once already to both the Ducks and the Sharks for the Red Wings. So who's to say it can't happen against the Oilers? You know, we've seen this team play up to competition and we know this team has talent. It's just if they come out and actually play a complete game as, as a, you know, as a team. And if they can't do that, they're going to get destroyed. But if they can, I think that they can win it, even if it's just a close win. So I'll take a close win gladly. Yeah. And that's, what's great. That's what's beautiful about the game of hockey is on any given day. It's, it's more true in hockey than it is in any other sport that on any given day, your team can win. Word. Six sickly. Uh, Scotty, any final thoughts? We ball. All right. I'm going to sign this out before I have another coughing fit. We'll be back with a game recap tomorrow. Just stay tuned for that. Same time, same place. It's your team. Every day. Every day. (laughs) 